Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Uncheck. Today, we're going to talk about the golden rules of being a good wedding guest because everyone is getting married. <laughs> no, just kidding. Actually, literally everyone. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what type of wedding guest you you should be. We're talking about also the pressure of getting married, about the age inspiration day, especially for us women, and then what type of wedding we would like, if a wedding at all. And what type of mom will we be? Probably a bad one for me. <laughs> so with no further ado, we're going to talk about the five rules, commitments of being a wedding guest. First off, do not, do not wear white. Like, please. Also, if you go to a Chinese wedding or, you know, depending on the culture, do not wear red. Do not wear the color of the bride. Right, Emily? Amen. Amen. I mean, it's just like, if I get married, I don't want no one one-upping what I'm wearing in the same color. It's just like, there's just too many clashes. I am the sole star of this wedding. So who will you be to interrupt that? You know, I went to a wedding. My friend Lolisa got married. Um, and she actually gave us like a color palette, like a purple color to wear. And not only did it look amazing in pictures because, you know, everybody had the same type of shades of purple. And then she also got married in Paris Jungle. So it's like this beautiful like scene and with a sunset in Miami. It was beautiful. OK. And the pictures were amazing. And I loved it because, you know, with the white of the wet of the wedding gown, it's just like with upset with the purple of everyone else honestly the creativity shout out to Lolisa wow like amazing but that's what I like like that's what I would do you know like okay this is the colors that you can wear and these are the colors but I mean you know your color palette right so maybe guide your guests yeah but I think that's a little bit too much though it's like especially if it's like you just have to find an outfit that's purplish looking color don't you think that's a little bit restrictive i'll just honestly be like do not wear these three main colors that would clash with mine and then anything else goes well i mean this is miami i think everybody has some purple but yeah i mean i get what you mean but i feel i mean if you're going to someone's wedding you're gonna have to like spend some money and that's fine i mean it only happens once in like hopefully <laughs> hopefully once in your life you know and yeah like i mean also, like, I really think, like, Sex in the City did a really good, um, like, episode about this, that, like, the biggest gifts that we receive are comes from our wedding. And that's mm. my second thing to say, that is, please, have a nice wedding gift, you know? Don't come with nothing. Like, you know how many times, like, I have asked people in the wedding, like, in the wedding, like, oh, what did you give them? And they're like, crickets, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, is it a common thing? I know for like Asian cultures, it's like typically like I'll give you money. Yeah. Like in a red envelope as a wedding gift. But I know some people like buy wedding gifts for people's like future houses. Um, so it's a kind of like a housewarming gift. Like how, what have you seen happen for your experiences? Like, for example, I've been to a lot of different types of weddings. Like, um, for example, in Jewish weddings, like what I've seen is that they also buy like a lot of like maybe appliances and stuff like that. Like you have a registry, right? Like in mm -hmm. Peru, for example, like my family is from Huancayo and they have like the Ani, which I'm not really going to explain because it's really long, but it's pretty much like a competition between the bride 
and the groom's family to see who gives out the most the bestest gifts and it's oh, awesome yeah. and yeah but the point is just to set up the couple for life you know for a life together so they give them like appliances money cars like maybe if you have the money but yeah like i feel like it's an important thing to like start because especially in the wedding you spend a lot of money you know mm-hmm. and that's why there's rsvp and like every break costs money so if you're gonna be there just obviously give back to the couple i mean i don't I, it's not because it's monetarily it's just because like you want to like set them off in for success you know in the best life yeah and also like they're, they're legit at least spending 30k in this wedding especially for folks of us that are like living in, in the states and in new york in particular or boston you know what like that's what shocks me because also like let people have their weddings you know when here in france like people don't spend that much money in weddings and someone like an acquaintance here asked me like oh how much your so-and-so friend spent on her wedding dress and i told her and she was like i would never spend that much money on a wedding dress and like literally i almost like was like well i know by your style that you would never spend that much money but it's okay some of us have like sense of style and like like nice things you know like hobo cheek is nice too but like whatever hobo cheek like don't ruin people's time like if they want to spend that much money on their shit like let them spend it you know yeah it's i mean yeah it's like their priorities to be honest it's like if they want to have an extravagant wedding and they just maybe not have as much of a nice honeymoon if they want to do both it's like who's you to judge really whatever they're doing yeah and coming to that the third rule for me will be let people know if you're gonna go or not in advance because especially if you like have like destination weddings to go to or certain other things just always communicate especially if you're part of like the groomsmen or a bridesmaid they're already like stressed as hell and you're not showing up a last minute yeah. ask to the level of stress so definitely wow i feel like you have so many experiences like the only weddings i've been to is like my cousin back in the day like five six years ago and that's it i feel like you have more friends that has had weddings or have upcoming weddings well i mean i am a whole year older than you but also because i'm from the south and i feel like in the culture of the south people get married younger okay so what's golden rule number four do not do anything to take attention out of the couple do not propose to your girlfriend on somebody else's wedding literally have you seen that happen before no i never seen that happen thank god because my friends have crashed but if i seen it online and you know i read way too much reddit and half of these reddit things are like am i an asshole because i beat the shit out of my sister-in-law because she got proposed on my wedding it's just it's like why would you do that so tacky yeah i mean so here's the thing like i feel like if the person who was proposing already told the bride and the groom that this was happening and give them the common courtesy letting them know i think it's fine right especially if you're like good friends uh but otherwise if it's just kind of like last minute you decided to do it right then and there yeah i think that's pretty shit even asking i think is rude because it's like these people are spending all this money to do this for themselves it's like one fucking day and for one fucking day you have to like steal the spotlight like who are you that's true there's yeah it just angers me like honestly if i see that happening even if they know i will ruin it somehow i will be like oops throw the wine everywhere like i swear like i'm that petty and vindictive okay what's number five what's our last rule the last rule is be respectful but in the totality of things which means please like 
if there's a guide, like a coat, like a guide of what to wear, wear that. Follow the list of others, you know. If you are expected to participate in a religious ritual where, you, for example, if you're Jewish, you have if you're a man, you have to wear a kippu. If you or certain things, maybe you only have to wear a dress. I don't know. The churches like where the royals get married, they the other women have to wear hats. Like all these different cultures have different things. Just you know, do it. I mean, you don't have to be there. So if you're being there, you just have to follow the culture and be mindful of your cell phone. You know how many times I've been on a wedding and like some somebody's like, especially back in the day when we had like ringtones. It's imagine like you're in Catholic church and it's like to the window, to the wall, to the sun down, down my balls. Like literally in the middle of the church. Like please mute your cell phone. God like damn. in the middle <laughs> of the bow, and then they're like about to exchange rings, and you just hear that music come on. That's hilarious. You know, ironically, yeah. that song was the wedding song that my cousins danced to because they met each other at a club and that was the song they danced to when they first met i love that what type of wedding guest would you be so here's the thing like um there's this really cool video that i can send you later rosa it talks about like the five different types of wedding guests and when i said it to my friends they were like emily you're, you're just gonna be a little bit of each <laughs> <laughs> the, the drunk one the one that's gonna like start the party the one that's like gonna get really emotional when they give their speech the one that's literally gonna be like flirting (laughs) with the available guys they're like just everywhere but i also think that because right now i don't really don't drink that much i'm not like i think the we going back to the golden rules one of the things about uh, being disrespectful is you get super drunk to the point we have to get escorted out of the party (laughs) i think that's like way too much i've i've heard that happen to before to my friends they just got like start throwing up everywhere like it is the open bar man open bar kills you but then it's just self-control i don't know anyway so i'll be like semi sober during this wedding i won't be like black like totally blacked out uh, but that's it yeah i think i'll be a little bit of everything i have a friend well her wedding got canceled this year unfortunately so hopefully we do something like later in 2022 but i'm supposed to do a bride's uh maid's speech so i'm excited for that and i'll make sure that with my leo self i'll be very emotional I'll be like but you're gonna roast her still like leo mentality <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. this girl is most loyal person ever yeah how about you rosa what type of wedding guest would you be i mean i think i always been like well-behaved wedding guests which is like really not me but i try to be on my best behavior just because i just feel that there's a lot of responsibility to being there and also like i guess my parents really like build me up to like respect elders so you know there's like somebody else's whole family there so i want to give That's a good true. impression you know i don't want to be yeah. my usual messy self in front of all your family you know like no wait actually i remember now i did go to my sofamita's cousin got married so i went to her cousin's wedding um and for me it's uh bengali so it was like I, I wore the traditional dress and i was very, very respectful there was like no alcohol involved we just like walked around the families and like just talked to them and that was really nice and probably ate really yummy food i don't know it was like a traditional wedding hall but usually like what happens is that they in all the way at the front they actually have a podium and then the the bride actually sits on this like a huge elaborate chair and then that's where you like take pictures with her and so that's people just like line up and take pictures i don't know if it's like that for different cultures too but specifically for her cousin's wedding like you do the pictures and then you she walks around the family and wow her- i love that idea i yeah. would like to have my whole stage for me i know she was so pretty t- anyway so it will be good guests there's very little that you can do to ruin everything because everything is already programmed you just need to follow like whatever else everybody else is doing but every single time somebody manages to do something stupid you know 
It's like, and I don't want it to be that person because everybody always yeah. talks about like, oh, do you remember that? What happened? Do you remember mm-hmm. that happened? He's like, yes, that is true. I feel like it's it's also so many personalities. There's also like family politics or fam- or friend politics that might be happening. So I think like even if you're playing the wedding, it's really important to like figure out who's going to sit where and where these tables are going to be. But at the same time, imagine if you have like a friend that you're not really close with or you are close with, right? And then you end up finding that your table's like all the way at the back of the wedding hall. You'll be like, "Wow, I see how important I am." That's exactly what I was going to say. Like sitting is so important for like planning mm-hmm. in general. Like any planning, like sitting is like the most yeah. important. Actually, I was talking to Jocelyn's grandma about it because, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Like, for Christmas, she, like, you know, we had a dinner. And, I mean, obviously, French people, like, I love, like, the food, everything is, like, you know, fancy, fancy, fancy. And I just love that she had, like, our sitting, like, with our name. Like, you know, and everything is so cute. And then we're talking about it, like, how important for her it is to sit people because, you know, according to that, that's how the conversation Mm. is going to feel. But like you said, if you have friends from everywhere, like for me, just imagine like all of my friends from all the different places that I've been to. It's like, how how would I sit them all together? They don't even speak the language. Probably have a New York table and like... Brooklyn in the house. (laughs) That's what it's going to be called. The ratchet people down here. What? 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 No, but on a serious note, like no lie, that's going to be it. Like, you know, half the French people are going to be like... I know, all like like fancy should be like, who are these peasants sitting next to us? Why are these people (laughs) drinking butt light ew one of my friends okay so i know that a lot of my friends are gonna get married in 2022 23 and one of my friends was all about this oyster bar so i'm super excited for this oyster bar to be happening (laughs) aphrodisiac honestly like i have i know a lot of people that found their partners in weddings because i think it's like the mood and it's like honestly like a lot of people that haven't seen each other for a very long time get together because you invite a lot of people you know not only mm-hmm. like the people that for example like live in paris with me but also like new york miami you know everybody so there's like a bigger pool of people and you're there for especially in france like the the parties are like all day long like even the next day so there's things to do so so yeah it's like get lit and you find your partner like what like wedding crashers kind of like wait now that you say that i actually remember a third wedding that i went to see like oh wow wait no this was um oh where was wait were you a wedding crasher was that i was a wedding crasher what wait okay let me i'm trying to find the location it was santo domingo i was studying there abroad for two months and basically what happened was that we were staying at this hotel and we went up to the rooftop and basically this she was like 50 or 60 years old and she was marrying a 20 year old like 20 30 years old she was like a cougar yeah but we just went in and just just try to see what was happening and then we actually got to meet the bride and talk to her and it was just the the craziest experience ever she was super nice they're both super nice i mean it was kind of awkward because she spoke like mainly english and he didn't he didn't speak a lick of english but they were getting married so i didn't ask too many details but like she was super nice and i'm facebook friends with her too wow that's gonna be me but i speak spanish so that's okay I'm gonna go to the Dominican Republic and find myself a nice young boy when I'm 50 years old but he's not gonna be in his 20s he's only in his 30s so I'm not gonna be B yeah sorry I'm I'm just assuming he's like 20, 30 he just looked really young comparatively to, to the woman so three weddings actually the more we talk the more weddings I, I might come up in my head <laughs> I know I can't wait to be like oh yeah and then my wedding <laughs> it's like what <laughs> okay well I mean speaking of marriage we could talk about I mean this is a little bit more serious but the pressure of getting married especially at this age what are your thoughts you about mean that? 30 for me yeah <laughs> honestly I don't have oh shit yeah oh shit for real 
But actually, like, I don't feel pressure to get married. Like, at least mm -hmm. my family kind of gave up by the time I told them that Bernie Sanders said, plants are the new pets, pets are the new kids. So you fucked up this world, and why do you want me to have kids? Is that really what Bernie said? No, Bernie only said about the plants and the, and the pets, <sighs> not about the, the other thing, because he was there when everybody fucked it up. He was just there like, guys, stop doing this. And everybody was like, yeah, capitalism. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. My family, like, they always chill. Like, I mean, I think that just because, like, I don't want to have kids, they don't really care when I get married. Because for them, it's like, well, if you're not going to have kids, we don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, I have a brother. And my brother wants to have kids. So, I think, like, and it's easier for him because he's a man. So, he's not going to get pregnant or anything, you know? Yeah. So, at the end of the day, like, there's really no pressure. And I really... I feel like I'm very lucky that especially my dad, like they, he's never like put any pressure on me or ever talked about like marriage. I mean, for my dad, no man is good enough for me. Like he thinks that all men are shit. Like I totally agree with him because he's like, at least men back in the day when he was younger, it was like men that would actually take charge and do this. But he's like, these men nowadays, they don't want to take charge, but they don't earn that much as you. Like what do they bring to the table? Nothing. Nothing. They're like like so my dad like for him it's just like cool that you have someone that you're like because you know companionship is nice mm -hmm. but i have never made it like my whole personality my whole world mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. like as much as i love just land like if we break up tomorrow i think i will be i will be sad but i think i will be okay like i think that we need to switch the dynamic of what it is right now to be like to be successful or whatever and right. before for us it used to be like oh you can be anything but you're not married like oh rosa like she travels she's been everywhere she speaks so many languages but she's unmarried like that like it would be like okay well you save fucking the world but you're unmarried so nobody cares you know And now I feel like little by little, especially the Gen Z, because for that, for, like, they don't even fuck gender, fuck everything to them, you know? Like, they're, yeah. like, literally post-apocalyptic already. <laughs> they're trying to figure, we'll see when the nuclear war happens and, and creating bunkers to, to live. Yeah, exactly. They don't give a shit, like, fucking get married in this economy? Like, yeah. like nobody cares. I can't even take care of myself. How can I even get married and take care of my children? Seriously, like with this student loans, like what? I know. Like anyway, like I mean, I never had the pressure. Actually, the only time I ever thought about it, like seriously, is um when two of my two best friends, when I was, we were like 25 I actually mm -hmm. forgot if I was still with my partner at the time, but it was like my longest relationship, and they both got married back to back. Like, well, not got married, but got engaged. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it. I was like well that could have been me like i had a relationship that was really long but no that's not me and i'm so proud of them i'm so happy for them but like it's not the life that you're wanting to live like at that moment when you're 25 yeah i'm too fucking immature like even you know like macron right now in france said like for three for a whole week next week because you know how we're confined right now yeah for a whole week yeah. parents gonna have to teach their kids and then for the next and then two weeks after that the kids are gonna be in vacation so because you know covid so the kids don't have to go to school and i was just like telling my right. coworkers, my coworkers were complaining like oh we're gonna have to like teach our kids and we we like it sucks because we had to work and i was just like oh my god i hate kids i really could never <laughs> be in a, a tiny apartment in paris with 
two kids. Like, I think I would like just throw them into the sun. Go crazy. So like, no, I do not see myself with that. I was like, my fr- my coworkers were like looking at me through me like teams like this bitch because I was like, I'm so happy I don't have kids. <laughs> and they're like, wow, I don't even know why I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I mean, it sucks for you, but you did choose to have kids, so you kind of mm-hmm. have to raise them too, you know. So what about you, Emily? Yes and no. Like, I do value my independence, but I don't think I've ever been um, in a long term relationship or yeah so i i kind of just wanted to see what that experience is like i've heard from many experiences with friends that obviously relationships are another thing there's so many issues involved with that heterosexual relationships are a curse but anyway continue but i do actually do want to get married and have children just for mainly a selfish reason as in like i well actually there's no guarantee because children are shit too but like that they'll end up taking care of me in some regard when i get older it's just like okay like my husband is probably gonna die earlier than i am like i'm just gonna be myself like who's gonna take care of me and hopefully if i raise a good enough child they'll have at least a sense of responsibility for me or at least visit me once a month or whatever to make sure i'm good i will visit you as a cyborg <laughs> yes i know i have friends but at the same time it's just like i feel like once you get married it's it's just such a completely different dynamic yeah that's true with you your relationship with your husband your kids and then also your friends you might see them less um and then i do really see the pressure a little bit like especially so i'm not really going back into dating until like i move out which by the way is confirmed for mid-july which is awesome congratulations yeah but like I going back into it, it's like damn I have to update my CMB and hinge profiles to say I'm how old am I 28 am I 29 <laughs> around that category maybe I, I'm turning 29 this year right 29 and so that just gives me like honestly that just moves the dating ranges up by like five years I feel like now I'll be interacting with like 30 32 year 33 year olds unless they're I mean are younger which is good which is good that's true like men that they're dro- both dropped and actually like have their yeah, shit yeah, together yeah, yeah. yeah so now it's like I'm, I'm kind of like looking at it from a very serious standpoint um yeah i think i, I even though i like to be independent i i think i'm a person that, that takes a traditional route be like okay like get married in like x amount of years have kids and just it's like because i've had a stable childhood i would like to replicate that you know when i'm older oh i'm basic so <laughs> no we need people to still have kids you know like see that makes me feel better so, like, I saved the carbon footprint by not having kids, and then you have them, and then see, we even ourselves out. Yeah, and then you could be the awesome, like, uh, was it godmother, or how do you call those? That, like, awesome aunt that, like, comes over and, like, papers my children. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> kids, do you want to smoke weed? No! Oh my god, now it's legal in New York. Like, everything yeah. is funny in America while I'm gone. But, yeah, no we Ro- no, no we Rosa. We're going to set some boundaries when you see my children. <laughs> Okay, well, speaking of getting married, I guess, like, if you were to get married, Rosa, what type of wedding would you have? Honestly, I haven't haven't really thought about it, but if I was to have a wedding, I just want it to be, like, a huge-ass party. Like, just, like, insane amount of alcohol. Like, invite every fucking person that I ever saw in my whole entire life. Like, have, like, a huge, like, you know, like, a stadium. Like, everybody dance, like, prom. You know? It would be, like, for them. So, everybody, like, you come in, you take a picture with your partner or with whoever you're with. And then you take pictures together. And then you just go in, sit down. But I don't want people to be, like, having a whole full meal. Like, you can eat 
but like I'll have like more like finger foods so you can mostly just fucking dance your night away I'm so I'm assuming that like the the age range would be younger though right because then what do you have like your grandmother no or... but like yo my fa- my grandma gets down what are you talking about but Oh, just but kidding. But also, like, I will have, like, different rooms. So I will have, like, one room with, like, you know, all mm. Peruvian music. On another room with, like, you know, like, more of, like, rap and, like, pop and stuff. Like, different salsa rooms so everybody could dance, you know. And, Yo, that and I would so just fun. run around and, like, at midnight, I will have, like, Ora Loca, which is when, like, people come out and they give you all these guises and you wear it, like, if you're Mardi Gras or something <gasps> like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was, like, continue to drink like i would try not to get really drunk because then i would not enjoy it but i would really like everybody has to drink a shot of tequila with me like that's it like honestly before we start the dance floor everybody grab your shot of tequila and dance yeah the tequila shy dance so nice like kind of lubricate yourself you know so you can because people are shy i get it what about you wait how big would your wedding be i'm so you're renting a stadium this is like yo i want everyone that i ever met like everybody like just everybody even your co-workers Right yeah, now? some of my yeah, some like in my car work can come. I don't give a shit. Like everybody could come. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. Like everybody's gonna drink and have fun and eat some food and we're gonna eat good some Peruvian food like bites. I think actually I was thinking like maybe having like a, a little area where you can eat if you wanna eat. If you're that fat ass that wants to eat, even though there's fun <laughs> going out. That's me. <laughs> you can sit down and eat, <laughs> and then you can return to the dance floor. That'll be me before I move on to the dance floor. You know, half of me also like also thinks about having like a small wedding. It's just because, for example, like my family dynamics is very like interesting. So my parents are divorced. So just mm-hmm. having all these people mm-hmm. that hate each other in the same room, the vibes gonna be yeah. off. The vibes are gonna yeah. be off and i don't know like you know i can't like be lighting candles a whole night to like clean up the vibe so i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> light some sage to be like <laughs> it's like i know you guys haven't talked to each other for 20 years mantenu and capuletos but please try not to kill each other for the next like you know day so we can party no i don't know like we maybe i will party. have different parties for different people yeah that's true. That that's something that people do too as well. Like I, I had a f- oh I did have see these are the things. See you had more weddings. And so this is this is not a wedding, but I was um it's not an officiary, but I basically was a witness for a city hall wedding for my other friend back uh, who I worked with in Seattle when I worked at Amazon. So her and her husband now who's living in New York, they she was like, hey, you want to be the witness to this wedding? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we went to City Hall. We, we did the whole thing. And she was like dressed the nines. Oh, so pretty. Small, it was just like a small get together. That's like, a, that's a different style. I think I want a small wedding. I think it it, it really, <laughs> you're like the Leo in you only wants a small wedding. <laughs> I think it really depends on... Actually, I do have a lot of... So, <laughs> a friend, sorry, not friends, but like friend groups. I'm trying to figure out... It depends on what my husband eventually wants like or how big his family is. I honestly have a pretty small... Wait, actually, not really. I mean, you have a big group of friends and I better be in this list. Okay, it might be a medium to, <laughs> to big size wedding. Um, I was like, I only want to invite people that matter. But even the people that matter still... I think it's still uh, quite a lot. I No, no, it's just like I have a huge family. You know, I'm, I'm only thinking about my mom's side, but I also... Also have like my dad's side and like i really love my aunts from, from hong kong so 
of course, if they can, I'd love to invite them. I think it'll, it'll mostly, I don't know how I feel about going to a church, though. I kind of like the weddings where it's like open space, um, not too hot. So maybe in the spring or like early fall. And then, yeah, it's just like really nice. You see like the mountains behind you. That's like where we're going to get married. And then I also want like a Aww. traditional wedding afterwards, right? So going wearing the traditional Chinese outfit, doing the whole tea ceremony thing. And then I want to top it off with my husband doing a K-pop routine. <laughs> um, that will show his love and commitment for me. Just either singing a okay, singing a song, it doesn't have to be Korean, or dancing to a K-pop routine, which will literally make my life. So yeah, that's what that's the type of wedding I want. That is so cute. I love it. And it's so you, like, and that's what it is. Like, you need to make it yourself, you, your thing, you know? Yeah. But I, like, I don't really like big, big weddings. I don't want it to become to the point where I literally do not even know this, like, person or person that this friend invited, you know what I'm saying? But there's some people that you're not gonna know just because maybe, like, they're, like, your boyfriend, your, your significant others. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you have to be, like, open-minded about that. But, yeah, I understand because sometimes, like, I have a friend who had a wedding and pretty much, like, a lot of the people that went there were her parents' friends. But, I mean, they paid for the wedding, but at the same time, it was, like... It's awkward sometimes, right? Yeah. Also, I forgot to say something about the rules. It's, like, do not assume things because what I just did of, like, Emily, I better be invited. That's not nice. Like, you know, I'm just joking right now. But if she was really going to get married, you can't be assuming people are gonna invite you to their weddings and even if you like if you do this like you put people in an uncomfortable position yeah but rosa i'm gonna invite you like a hundred percent yeah i know but still like we'll like do set up our, our hello welcome to uncheck we're here at emily's wedding <laughs> here's a live broadcast of what's happening right now oh shit emily just fell on the floor she's blacked out she's blacked out call the ambulance jimin is she fainted because jimin came and oh. he wanted to be like stop this wedding i'm gonna marry this woman <laughs> wow you're just feeding my fantasies you know what's funny so um fabina my best friend she's said like i'm basically one of her bridesmaids and she was like it'll be so great if you can invite jisoo what, it's like he's a Korean singer to this wedding and I was like I'll, I'll try my best maybe I'll, I'll get like a G-Soul like <laughs> cardboard box like you I can't know guarantee anything but I'll try my best I'm so excited for Fumi's wedding okay I don't like obviously her whole dating thing is a whole another thing but like to be a bridesmaid for Fumi's wedding also she's gonna look so pretty also I'll also be wearing like the traditional dress too oh my god I don't I mean it's, f- it's fun to celebrate your friends I think that's I mean the only sucks is that since we live in this society that's our only way we can celebrate but like you know i feel like the wedding is the highest thing that you do we should start doing more like crazy like 40 euro parties 30 yeah. euro parties you know like to celebrate you because i feel like the wedding is kind of like the last things you guys celebrate and then it's your funeral but you're dead <laughs> i mean i've heard a lot of people the wedding is for people it's not for you like as a bride i i've heard examples where it's like you just get really stressed because you're trying to like please everyone and obviously you can't do that with like 100 200 people in your wedding party yeah i'll be like everybody fuck off have an- another tequila i do what i want <laughs> just go to this room be gone okay so on that note i mean we you said that you want to be a mom emily so what type of mom want to be rosa you know like you know how i always think i'm chill but i'm not i think that's... yeah i mean i'm pretty much i seen both like I... you know sweet and sour <laughs> it, wow i think it's so ironic because honestly my parents were really not 
tiger parents to me like they wanted me to do well but like as mentioned before a lot of the pressure was on myself unfortunately i think i'm gonna be a tiger mom i i can see it like i'll, I'll be the bad cop which sucks because i was like i don't want to be the bad cop that's gonna be you like literally i can see you like i didn't want to do this jimmy but i have to do it because i want you to do well and i want you to succeed who's jimmy oh i'm not gonna name my son jimmy yeah i think i think it's just like i want oh god i i'm thinking of all these things and i'm like shit i'm literally gonna be the tiger mom of like this gender like this generation because i'm like oh i want them to like try out sports play the piano <laughs> do you like these i was waiting for the instrument <laughs> you know like it just things i think i under now i understand the kind of the mentality that other tiger moms of the past have had because it's like oh these were things that i didn't really get exposed to mm-hmm. when i was younger so i want my kids to explore their options and then i'm not gonna force them it's like if you don't want to fucking play the piano don't fucking play the piano i just want to show you that that's an option just play you. the violin Maybe they'll pick <laughs> Yeah, just play the violin. That's fine. No, no, but like to pick something up, I'm not going to force it. I'm going to just show it to them and see if it's an option. If they like it, if they like it, if they don't, they don't. Um, but I think I'll just honestly have like high standards for my children. Um, not in terms of jobs, unless they become a starving artist, which will then be another issue that we'll, we'll talk about when I have a mom. But it's just like, yeah, they, they just, I think for me, I think they just need to have um, respect for elders. Oh God, I'm just turning to my mom. Respect for elders and also just like be nice. Be like a decent human being. That's all I really want to see from you. And then it'll be good. Yeah, I mean, I think that's good. I'm, I if I if I ever have a child, if I ever change my mind, I think I agree a hundred percent. I think exactly. we have a lot of little fuckers that have no respect for anybody, and they're so selfish, and they really literally live in the me world. So. Have you seen have you seen that video? I don't know where it was on Facebook. And I'm dating I'm outdating myself. It's not Facebook. Anyway, there's this kid, like five-year-old, screaming in front of the door, feed me food now. Yo, if I was them, I would like, excuse me, what'd you say? I mean, honestly, here, like in France, sometimes I get shocked on the the things that the kids do because their parents just let them roam around. You know, yeah. like my parents who ne- my parents who never like, honestly, also like I would totally be a tiger mom because it's like, look, little fucker, you better work it. You know, this life is hard. You know, like my great grandma had a horrible life. My grandma had a horrible life. My mom had a better life. I had really good life. And you, you fucker, you're just coasting, you know, so yeah. you better pay your dues, bitch, because this world is hard. Like then we have all these little kids like all did my interns nowadays that like had it really easy all their lives mm-hmm. you know in engineering mm-hmm. school and everything and then they come out and they don't even know fucking know what to do with their themselves like they have zero work at it you know like i'm not going to give mm-hmm. any offers to any of my interns because they're literally suck so like you know like should be like that like they need to learn about the, the i mean not to be mean to them but at the same time like a little bit of tough love goes a long way i think yeah like learn to be independent or like i don't i don't know about allowances but it's just like they have to start working at a like a certain a young age just to see how that's like like to not depend on their parents i think honestly i'm like more american so like once they're 18 and good to go be like peace you do you let me know if you need help but you do you you know kind of like go let them do everything on their own you know honestly like because i went to a private college i saw a lot of people that were really 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 privileged and i saw them having like really like majors that really didn't help them at all and like my dad and my mom were very much like you can do whatever you want but 
don't like remember that there are certain things that you can do that will make more money and we're not rich so you're gonna have to like you know study mm -hmm. certain things that are gonna like be better for you and i'm happy that they gave me guidance because a lot of my friends like nowadays like complain that their parents were like you can do whatever you want and now they are like with you know uh majoring in singing and they literally like didn't become you know like a sensation of broadway like they thought and it's like what are they doing with their lives now you know yeah or like always have if you do pursue those like always have a backup yeah, plan exactly. like, what is that next thing like it's good to pursue your passions but at the same time you have to be realistic um i think like also one thing we talked about was like generational wealth right so i think like at at 10 i'll be like okay this is what an index fund is <laughs> and i'm gonna sign you up for like you know all of that just like give them that financial knowledge so like once they are 18 or older they literally will pick it up like that like they'll just know that this is a, a habit of theirs mm -hmm. and that really will help them start building their wealth at a very young age oh that's awesome oh my god wow i'm such i hope i won't be a tiger bob you're gonna be such a great mom emily i don't want to be the bad cop god damn it why can't i be the good cop it's okay <laughs> it really depends on the husband though to be honest it really depends if he's more strict then obviously i'll just be more chill you just gotta balance the dynamics i don't think you your your partner's gonna be more uptight than you. I think you. I think you work with chiller work people. No, no, you're not chill. Yeah, yeah but I if think that, like you know, out if the, the person's chiller. I yeah. Agree. I mean, honestly, if somebody was like you, you fuck them right up. Be like, no, yeah. bye. Here's the door. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Your Leo cell would be like, I am the boss yeah. here. I am the captain of this ship. <laughs> you're just cl you're just cleaning the deck. Who do you think you are? Seriously, like, bro, I'm running this show. You're just here <laughs> to witness the greatness. So on that note, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and learn a little bit about how to be a good guest. Please, please do not propose at somebody else's wedding. Is that the one thing you're going to take away from this episode? Please do not be this person. Also, do not wear white. And we talked about also the pressure that we have as we get older to get married. We also talk about what type of wedding we want it and the type of mom we want to be. And with all that, see you next time. Bye. Bye.